I join with you this morning and say, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I am alive and well. There are so many this morning who would love to be able to say that, but they are not able to say that because some are alive, but they're not well, but we are alive and well. And as I speak, they are those who are dying. Last morning I shared with you and, and I close on the matter of uh, adversity is evidence of spiritual warfare. And I, I share that with, with you and I close with Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 to verse 18. And uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes verses of scripture just stay with me. And uh, I want to begin at the verse in Ephesians chapter uh, 6, where we were given the admonition of how to fight this spiritual warfare. He says, Stand therefore having your loins got about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith he shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And that verse has stood with me all day yesterday. Take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Of course, he said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. But this battle that we are battling uh, with the enemy, uh, we need to realize that this is not a flesh and blood battle and it cannot be won by, you know, our wisdom, our thinking. It cannot be won by anything that we can do. And I was reminded that our perfect example, he too had many battles with Satan. When I go to Luke chapter 4, there I noticed that Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Notice it is the Spirit that led him there. And, you know, notice how long he's been there now. Being forty days tempted of the devil, forty days tempting him. And in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterwards hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone, that it be made bread and watch with me now how Jesus took on Satan. And Jesus answered him saying, it is written. That's important. That's what we are admonished to do in Ephesians chapter 6 that we must take the word of God, that's the sword that will penetrate the enemy. He said, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word uh, of God. And verse five said, and the devil taking him up into a high mountain and showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, all this power will I give thee and the glory 
give thee and the glory of them for that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will I give it if thou therefore will worship me all shall be thine watch this again and Jesus answered and said unto him get thee behind me satan for it is written thou shall worship the lord thy god and him only shall thou serve jesus went back to the book of deuteronomy the 6th chapter and the 13th verse and he took on satan there the first one he went to deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse number 3 and he he realized that it was a spiritual battle that he was in and he used the word of god which is the sword the sword which is the word of god and i'm encouraging you this morning that when you have your battles with the enemy don't forget to use the word of god peter reminds us be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil is as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour peter over and over again reminds his readers to be sober think right he says in first peter chapter 1 verse 13 wherefore guard up the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is brought unto you at the revelation of jesus christ again peter writes in first peter chapter 4 verse 7 he said but the end of all things is at hand be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer what peter is saying to the believer is to be serious be vigilant not because you are saved and god loves you and cares for you gives you the right to live a careless life because outside evil forces will come against the believer which demands of us to be on the alert our adversary the devil is as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour and i am encouraging you today to look out for this enemy because our battle is not against flesh and blood and there is no way that you could handle the enemy in your own strength or with your own methods god has also given us the methods in which that we could handle our enemy and to be victorious let's follow him and do as he says you see there are many ways he tries to devour he enters into human beings you'd be surprised even professing christians to destroy remember judas in luke chapter 22 and verse number 3 he destroys the unsaved by blinding the minds from the truth second corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 3 and verse number 4 the bible says but if our gospel be hid it is hid to them that are lost in whom the god the common god of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not why lest the light of the glorious gospel of christ who is in the image of god 
would shine unto them. Yes, the unbeliever is blinded today by the enemy, Satan himself. Don't underestimate our adversary. When we go through adverse circumstances, remember, it is the devil who walketh up and down as a roaring lion, our adversary, seeking whom he may devour. So we are to be sober and we are to be vigilant. When Peter talks of being sober, he didn't mean don't drink alcohol, in which you shouldn't do that. But what Peter meant is that you must be thinking sober. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. It's our mind. You see, if you could control the mind, you'll be able to control the body. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Control the mind. Many things are done in the mind before it's done with the other parts of the body. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. If you must make a decision, go back and ask yourself, what would God say about this? What would God do about this? What the Bible says about this? And when you get a peace, what God will have you to do, then you know you're on the right track. Father, we thank you that we are not ignorant of the devices that the enemy uses, dear Father, evil ones. But Father, we pray that you'll help us to hide your word in our hearts, that we be sober, that we be vigilant, dear Father, always looking out for the enemy. Today, as we go, we ask for your protection especially for those who are on the front lines, O oh God, serving us. Have your way with them, dear Father. Please protect them. Give wisdom, dear God, to those that are making the decisions for all of us. And may we be able to adhere to your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Do have a great day.